Okay, this is top 10 topic number six, which is uh, what distribution to use. It means this, this is a discussion about probability distributions. Um, and we're on the uh, buslab5.csun.edu slash bus302l page. We'll start at the exam review. Click on statistics, statistics review. We want the PowerPoint presentation. And we will let this open and we will scroll down to topic top 10 topic number 6 and top 10 topic number 6 is on slide should be about 80 or so top 10 topic is on slide 81 slide 81 I'll let you find that slide Again, the, the name of the, the topic is what distribution to use, um, and I call it probability distributions. On the top 10 topics, um, this, this sentence is decide what distribution, that means what probability distribution, binomial, normal, or T, to use in a given situation. Okay, so it sounds difficult, uh, but it isn't really that difficult. Uh, a binomial distribution, bi means two, like a bicycle, two tires. You use the binomial distribution when you want to compare successes and failures, or anything with two outcomes, male, female, those kinds of things. Uh, the normal distribution is the one that you're primarily familiar with, the bell-shaped mound curve that we use in the central limit theorem. And the T distribution is almost just like the the normal distribution. It's just it has kind of longer, fatter tails, if you will. And we use it in certain cases where we in where we don't know the population standard deviation, which actually occurs quite often. So we'll start here on slide 81. Which distribution you use? You use the binomial distribution. Remember, bias two, like a bicycle. If the random variable is the number of successes in n trials, it's number of successes or number of failures in n trials. So the first bullet is the random variable is the number of successes in n, which means the number of observations or the number of variables trials. Trial just means an independent event. Each trial is a success or failure. There are only two outcomes. Sort of like if you flip a coin, there's only two outcomes, heads or tails. The third bullet says they're independent trials. We used to call those things Bernoulli trials, but uh, after a very famous mathematical family. Uh, but independent trials means that the, uh, the result that you get on one trial is different than the result that you get on another trial. The fact that you flipped a coin and you got heads once tells you nothing about whether or not you'll get tails the next time. Number four, you have a constant probability of success. It's called pi for, for or a proportion on each trial. And the last bullet on slide 82 is sampling with replacement. Uh, that's generally what we're talking about with uh, the binomial distribution. In other words, we take one out of a pile, we look at it, and then we put it back, sampling with replacement. But people can use it without sampling without replacement as well. Okay, slide 83. Uh, what are dichotomous outcomes? What are the two kinds of outcomes? Here's some examples, success versus failure. First bullet, the binomial experiment can only result in one of two possible outcomes. Some examples, male versus female, defective versus non-defective, like in a, an assembly line, yes or no. 
uh, pass or fail, like uh, for example getting eight or more right answers on an exam, or you can buy an alcoholic drink or cannot buy an alcoholic drink. So those are referred to as dichotomous outcomes. There's only two possible outcomes. Okay, slide 84. Remember the binomial distribution is a discrete distribution. Uh, discrete distribution uh, means that um, uh, the values take on integer values as opposed to continuous numbers where you can always split them in half. Uh, bullet number two gives an example. 0, 1, 2, dot, 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 which means 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, all the way up to n number of observations. The binomial distribution is often skewed, but in, when it's a very large number, it can be symmetric as well. Um, slide 85. When do we use the normal distribution? Okay, what is the normal distribution, first of all? It's, a continu it's about continuous numbers. Uh, it's bell-shaped and it's symmetric, and you know what the bell shape looks like. Um, in, in, a per, in a perfect, in a theoretical normal distribution, in other words, if, if it was perfectly, if your data perfectly matched a normal distribution, the mean would equal the median, would equal the mode. That usually is not the case, but sometimes they can be close, particularly the mean and the median. Uh, number three, uh, measurement are some examples in dollars, inches and years. I'll also add one to this list in units, like the number of Coke bottles, for example, uh, that you produce in an assembly line, things like that. Uh, a fourth bullet, uh, one of the things that were that's important in the normal distribution is the cumulative probability under the normal curve, which usually requires calculus to, calcula calculus to calculate correctly, but we usually use Z tables, uh, Z and T tables for that. We don't want everybody to compute all that difficult work each particular time. So we, what we're interested in is the cumulative probability under the normal curve based on where you are along the x-axis. Use the Z table if you know the population mean and the population standard deviation. Okay, use the Z table if you know the population mean and the population standard deviation. and and this becomes important later on, particularly in hypothesis testing. Usually, you will not know the population standard deviation, but the problem will say whether or not you know it or not. Okay? If it doesn't say it, you can assume that you don't know it. You don't know the population standard deviation. Okay? And the last bullet, the sample mean, you can use the z-table if you know the population standard deviation, which you usually will not know, but if you use the population standard deviation and you know that the sample came from a normal distribution or or that the number of items is greater than 30. Okay, either one of those two. And the problem will state that. You'll know the n because that'll be stated in the problem. And usually in some kind of word form in the sentence, it'll say that the sample was drawn from a normal distribution, a normal population, or an approximately normal population. Those are terms that are quite common in word problems and statistics. Okay, slide 86. The T distribution is also con about continuous variables. It's mound-shaped or bell-shaped, uh, and uh, it's symmetric. And so it's very similar to the normal distribution, but think of it as, as having wider tails. Okay, the tails go off pretty sharp in the normal distribution, and they're a little bit longer and a little bit wider in the T distribution. The applications, you use the applications Excuse me. The second bullet is the application of the T distribution is very similar to the application of the normal distribution. It's a little bit more spread out than the normal distribution. 
and bullet point number four is we use the t distribution. This is the key issue. We use the t distribution if the normal population, if it if the sample comes from a normal population or approximately normal, you'll be told that in the problem. But the population standard deviation is not known, which is usually the case or often the case. Okay. We have to do one additional thing for a t-distribution. You have to compute the degrees of freedom, but the degrees of freedom is a very simple calculation. The degrees of freedom is equal to n minus 1. So if the number of observations was 30, the degrees of freedom is 29. Okay? And use d n of 1, for example, in this example where you're estimating the mean of, of one population. Just degrees of freedom is the number of observations minus 1 when you have to compute the degrees of freedom for a t-distribution. Okay, and last bullet, the t distribution approaches the z distribution, z distribution as the number of observations increases, or the number of degrees of freedom increases, same thing. Okay, the t distribution starts to look a lot, very, very close to the z distribution as the number of degrees of freedom increases. Okay, then um, one of the last slides is the normal uh, is, is 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 just to remember the key point do you use the, when do you use the normal distribution or the t distribution first bullet use the t table or the t distribution if if the sample is drawn from a normal population but the population standard deviation is not known and in general that's the case because remember in the population the values are fixed but often unknown because it's hard to, it's very difficult to see the entire population. So sometimes we can't gen, we can't, we don't know the population standard deviation. And the second bullet is if you're given the sample standard deviation, which is represented by a lowercase s, use the t table, assuming the normal population. Remember, there aren't any tables, um, uh, pieces of paper that you need for the uh, exam. So if there's anything you need to look up or know, it'll be given in the problem. Okay. All right, that's the end of this topic.